Hi, this is Marsha, and you're listening to M Listening Podcast. So it's been like a few days since I last recorded anything for the podcast. So I thought I'd um, um, read another one today, which is a tip for working at home people, and it is called the One Cup Only Life Principle. You know how you start off with one cup of coffee in the morning, but then something happens along the way you're distracted and then the cup of formerly hot cup of coffee gets left on a table only to be discovered hours later colder than Canada. The hours that follow you've already also made yourself a hot cup of chocolate when a guest whisks you away and the cup joins the formerly hot cup of coffee on the table. At the end of the day you might end up with five cups of half full empty stained or full cups of you know whatever that was you made left unceremoniously on the table what's this got to do with working from home writing or doing anything official a lot actually what if we all stuck to the one cup rule for for the day you know don't make another cup of anything until you're done with what you've made before that What if when you feel like drinking something warm, you down the earlier cup of something and then you fix yourself another cup of new something? What I'm trying to suggest is for us to stick to our guns, even when we feel like we're losing ourselves in the shuffle. You know, maybe it's good to discard our daily distractions that's dastardly distracting if I may say so. Well, many of us are easily distracted by surrounding things and we end up not putting a bow on whatever we're doing or whatever whatever we've started, actually. The ability to see a project to its end, uh, as I see it, or to close a chapter of an aspect of our lives are enviable traits belonging to people who are often labelled button-up, straight-laced, focused, and disciplined. They don't leave jam jars open after using it. Let's just put it that way. While being distracted impairs our ability to complete tasks, that goes without saying, but how easily we forget that when we're in the fray. And I am using the concept of one cup only because it makes sense. I'm also looking at my younger son, who holds the record for having the whole inventory of mugs in his in this house, right there on his table. I have the same problem, but to a lesser degree. I think if we change this simple behavior, it will seep into other parts of our lives too, whatever, whether on a personal or a professional level. Habits of successful humans. I'm just gonna go uh, go ahead and quote success.com. This neutral fast lane is meant to save the brain energy. When a habit is formed and stored in this region, the parts of the brain involved in deeper decision-making cease to fully participate in the activity." In a way, this habit forces people to starve off the procrastination process. If the urge for a hot cup of cocoa arises at 11.30 a.m. and you still have a quarter cup of morning coffee left on your table, The habit forces you to finish off what's left in the cup or toss it away if you want to. 
Well, to finish it off first before making a fresh cup of cocoa. By then, you'd, you'd have figured out if you wanted a new cup of cocoa in the first place or you will walk back to the table, grab the dirty cup, wash it and make a new cup of something. I'm going to quote Tom Corley, say a do it now affirmation. This is a self-nagging technique. Repeat the words, do it now, over and over again until you begin a task or project. End quote. Well, this makes me think about how people function in high-octane world. There are things to get done. People are talking, emails being sent, appointments being made, and deadlines being to meet. We need to take a page out of successful people's playbooks, you know. I've read how successful people shy away from multitasking because they don't believe a conducive environment has distractions in it. How true. So they remain steadfast to the rule of picking one thing and one thing only to work on at any given time. It's easy to hasten the process though, to perform tasks with half a heart, coming up with subpar results because we want to get them over with. Well, the trick is to engage in the task you've trained your mind on and not let go until you can say for sure you're at least satisfied with it or you can deal with the result. Saying, do it now, is very, really, really powerful for people like my son who likes to put things off because he, well, and I, sees things in large chunks. No blaming me. If we break, if we break things down into tinier, tinier pieces, it won't seem as daunting, not intimidating, and far more achievable. Chances are, uh, well, well, the doing it now formula will arise significantly then. Triggering the mentor mentality. Some people find using apps as reminders useful, and it, if it floats your boat. Go for it. The most important thing is to for it to help you move beyond both your excuses and limiting self-beliefs. If there's no one to push you to do things, kick your own ass. Better yet, set someone successful as an example. Even if you don't think you're anywhere near as capable as the mentor in question, fake it with such aplomb that you subconsciously subconsciously live in it there's a science behind it although i've never thrown my weight behind faking anything i'm not a faker you'll see right through me and it's really not that difficult if you think about it it is difficult why am i contradicting myself while while i'm doing this podcast you see where this mind goes anyway use a trigger a picture a destination a goal a number in your bank account, whatever jolts you into action, well, use that. There's no perfection that exists in this world. One of the biggest hurdles in this world is the concept of perfection. Well, to me, it's an illusion because perfection does not exist. While I can't speak for everything else, well, balancing the accounts or designing a building does require perfection, it's raining outside right now. You might hear a little bit of thunder, so please ignore that. Well, oh, back to the um, the top, topic at hand. 
Well, balancing the bank account or designing a building does require perfection. You'll have to speak with an accountant, investor, a fund manager, or an architect about how they deal with that. But as a writer, your own premature internal report and auditing will try to stop you from putting the first word onto paper. Writers don't start with the perfect piece in their minds, I can tell you that. They start off with just a basic idea, they then come up with a skeleton, build a foundation, do their research, write, rewrite, edit, rewrite, 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 edit, rewrite, proofread, write, rewrite, <laughs> before it actually becomes anything that's, you know, credible or final. And even then, excuse me, there are imperfections. It frustrates the hell out of me, but I'm only human. Even automated apps like Grammarly and Pro Writing Aid have errors in them. And it made me question whether an investment in their apps a wise decision at all. Even app can't perfect the polish is their perfection. I'll quote Eleanor Roosevelt. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. There, I was just trying to sound like her. Fail. So don't allow yourself to do it either. Start with using one cup at a time. I am a work-at-home mother, and multitasking is my middle name, is in my blood. It isn't because I think it is the best way to get things done. It's because I am sometimes left with no other choice or very few choices. I've learned over the years that checklists works wonders. Putting things down either on paper or electronically helped me zoom in on one thing, sometimes two, and focus on getting it done. I clear my head of any other things that come my way, including kids. I have, a, I have on a face that my boys called the dangerous face. I don't neglect them, but they know when not to push my buttons. So when I'm punching away at the keyboard with that face on and I hear them arguing in the background or complaining about trivial matters, something highly unpleasant will happen when I get off that chair. Hashtag bad mother. Look, we're all trying to get things done, right? So if you think this makes sense, you can start with one cup only if you don't already. End of story. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening to me here um, on M Listening Podcast. I really, really appreciate it, you know, um, for having people listening to my thoughts and, you know, sharing ideas. It's raining outside right now. Well, if you're online a lot, you will find um, a lot of stuff that I share online, either on my website, on my blog, or on my social media sites, uh, primarily on Instagram. So, if you're really as excited as I am about the digital realm, marketing, parenting, motherhood, or simply just simple stories from everyday people, well, let's connect. I would love to connect with you there. Hear from you soon. Bye.